Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Richard Haynes of Manhattan Pacific Realty, soon to be Haynes Real Estate, where we cover the South Bay area of Los Angeles, which includes Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, and the entire Palos Verdes Peninsula. I am psyched. It is August 14th. The heart of summer, feeling the tan, getting to the beach, enjoying the last couple weeks before school starts up for the kiddies. I hope you are doing the same. The market here in the South Bay is hanging in there, but it is experiencing a little summer slumber, fewer listings, fewer buyers, properties not selling quite as quickly. I'm wondering myself if it is finally interest rates catching up to buyers or if it's just because people are out of town for one, two, three weeks to wrap up their summer vacation. We'll know a lot more in the next month or two, which I'll share with you guys. But today, we're going to do what I'm calling a a microcast or a micropodcast where I'm going to cover one topic. We're going to do it quickly. And I'm doing this because it's such an important topic. I want it out for you in a timely manner, and you can really suck up the data and this one topic efficiently and focus on it for a short amount of time so you can take this information with you and apply it to your real estate aspirations as a seller, as a buyer, as an investor, and hopefully it helps you. So I'm going to kick it off right away. You guys, what is this microcast about? It is about CAR or the California Association of Realtors quarterly release of their housing affordability index and regular weekly blog readers or regular listeners of the podcast know that I've committed to covering this each and every quarter for about the last 10 quarters for the better part of two and a half years because the Housing Affordability Index has been one of the greatest forecasters of California real estate. So I love reporting on this number because we are in such an interesting time in our real estate markets from a market that was softening pre-COVID to a market that looked like it was going to crash when COVID hit to a market that accelerated higher thanks to higher interest rates an on-fire market for about 18 to 24 months post-COVID, and now a market that is starting to peak, if not slow down a little bit, thanks to generationally high interest rates. And we're kind of throwing our hands up going, hey, what more can you throw at the housing market over the last three or four years? And this wild ride that everyone's had to navigate in the South Bay in the state and throughout the country. It's truly been an unbelievable time. And that's why we create these weekly blogs, these podcasts, these Instagram posts to try and keep you informed to know what's going on with your real estate portfolio or your real estate buying or investing aspirations. And so we're getting into the affordability index because of the forecasting that this number has given. Let me give you some history. I know some of your eyes are gonna glaze over for those that have heard it, but it's always good as a refresher. 
the CAR, Housing Affordability Index, essentially measures how many buyers in the state can afford the median-priced home. The lower the number, the fewer buyers can afford the median-priced home. The higher the number, the more the buyers can afford it. And the way it's calculated is they take the bell curve of incomes throughout the state, they take current interest rates, assume 20% down, and they calculate mortgage, interest, taxes, and insurance, and how many households can actually afford the medium-priced home. To give you some perspective, historically, California has seen prices peak and decrease experience corrections typically when you hit the high teens, so say 17 or 18 as an affordability index number, that means 17%, 18% of the households throughout the state can afford the medium priced home. When you hit that high teens number, we've seen corrections. We saw it get as low as 11 or 12% back during the Great Recession because of liar loans. People could make up what they were earning. You didn't have to really show much and you could buy a home. And that caused affordability to plummet to its lowest level ever at 11 or 12%. Conversely, after the Great Recession, 2011, 2012, you saw California hit 50, 55% affordability. Over half the population could afford the median priced home. That was the time to buy. The more buyers you have that can afford the median priced home, in theory, the more demand there can be to drive home prices higher. And to kind of put a little bow on this, Typically, when you're in the high 20s, low 30s, that feels like equilibrium long-term. Really, low 20s, mid 20s feels about right these days. I don't know if we're ever going to get into the mid 30s or high 30s again, but kind of that 30 plus or minus 5% each way feels like equilibrium. So that's the history. That's a little bit of insight on the number. I want to share with you guys what's happened with past numbers that I've reported on and what was just released just three or four days ago and I'm getting out to you as quickly as possible. So I want you guys to know in 2021, Q1 is when I really started reporting on this when the market was running higher. In all of 2021, we were in the 20s. 27%, then 23 then 24 then 25%. So that mid-20s range, it felt a little uncomfortable because we were closer to that high teens, but we were stable in that area. And what changed for me was in 2022, Q1 produced a 24% affordability number, but the Q2 number afterwards dropped significantly to 17%. And note, I want you all to note that in 2022, Q1 is when the Fed really started to hike interest rates. So the 24% number was a good number to see, but in Q2 of 2022, we saw those interest rates really hit affordability. Pair that with ultra high, or excuse me, with sky high medium prices, some of the highest we've ever seen, and then rates starting to surge higher, it dropped it down to 17%. And that's what I called a warning for the market. And I said, if we hold this number for a long time, 
the market can't withstand at least historically a high teens affordability index without prices having to come down to offset it, or of course, if the Fed starts to cut rates and make things more affordable. So we actually went the last four quarters, 17%, 18%, 17%, and 19% this past Q1 to kick off 2023. So you guys, for a full year, we held in the high teens, which is just not sustainable historically. Price correction needs to happen or interest rates need to come back down to make things more affordable. So... The housing affordability index number, while it's a forecasting number, it may not always get things right. It has over the last few decades. We are not in a realm that can be held forever and ever and ever, at least not historically. So the number that was released just three or four days ago, last Friday by CAR, the housing affordability index number came out at 16 percent, you guys. 16%. That is the lowest number I've reported on in the last 10 quarters. It also happens to be the lowest affordability number we have seen since the Great Recession, you guys. It's the lowest number we've seen since 2007 when it hit 11% back before the bubble bursts. I'm not kidding. So actually, if you go back even further, it might be the lowest number or second lowest number if you take out the Great Recession. So you guys, this is an incredibly low affordability number. 16, you guys, just 16% of the California households can afford the medium-priced home. And we're not talking about South Bay medium-priced homes. We're not talking about Manhattan Beach medium-priced homes that are in the high two millions, if not $3 million, or Palos Verdes Estates that's in the high two millions. We're talking about the median-priced home throughout the state. Now, what was the number that was the median-priced home? Well, the median-priced home was $830,000, you guys which is one of the highest medium price numbers throughout the country for a state. Of course, California is extremely expensive. And so just 16% of the population can afford an $830,000 home with 20% down considering mortgage interest rates. Now, what I found was interesting about the medium priced home number that was released, the medium priced home number compared to last year's Q2 had decreased by 5.3%, you guys, that's right. Prices were higher throughout the state last year at $877,000. It has now dropped by over 5% to $830,000. And affordability is still lower than it was a year ago. Why? Well, of course, that's simple. Mortgage interest rates are even higher than they were last year. So despite a drop throughout the state in medium prices, affordability is still even lower thanks to interest rates. And that, of course, is an ominous sign in the fact that you have seen prices come down, but affordability is even lower. That is a major headwind for this market. 
The next interesting data point from the CAR release on the affordability index was that minimum yearly income to afford a home grew to $208,000. You guys, I'm a millennial. I know it's tough out there for a lot of people to buy homes or at least their first homes. I'm even blown away that in theory to be a first time home buyer in the state of California, you need to make over $200,000. That is a massive amount of income. Sure, hopefully if you're college educated or you've been working for 10, 15, 20 years, you're at six figures. And if you you have a partner that you're married to or with and you combine your incomes, you're close to that. That's great. But you guys, $208,000 is a huge amount of money. That's the median income in some of our local cities here in the South Bay. And we are at 1.4 million median prices in Redondo Beach. We're at that same range in Rancho Palos Verdes, and then you're pushing $3 million in some of the ultra luxe cities. But you guys, you need to make over $200,000 to afford an $830,000 home in the state of California. That is another major headwind. And then finally, the third most important piece of data that I came away from this report, it costs $5,200 a month with a 6.61% 30-year mortgage. Again, we're calculating, or at least CAR is calculating, a 6.61% 30-year mortgage, an effective composite rate, so they combine all the rates over the time, and it's $5,200 a month. That's a big monthly clip for a lot of families, especially first-time homebuyers. And you guys, 6.61% 30-year fixed mortgage. Holy moly, just 18 months ago, we were right around 3%. We have more than doubled, which is a shock to the market, you guys. Just for some historical perspective, that $5,200 a month payment is now 268% higher than they were at the affordability peak in 2012, where it was just $1,410 a month to own a medium-priced home post-Great Recession. You guys, 11 years ago, it was $1,400 a month. Now it is $5,200 a month. That's an incredible growth rate for anyone that bought right after the Great Recession and disappointing for people who are buying their first-time home To give you guys some secondary statistics, Los Angeles County is still less affordable than all of the Bay Area. That's happened the last couple quarters in a row, which is shocking. LA is less affordable than the Bay Area. Nationwide U.S. affordability sits at 36%. So remember, California sits at 16% affordability. It is much easier to afford a home throughout the United States at 36% affordability, but that is lower both sequentially and year over year, which shows how interest rates are affecting real estate across the country. And then also what's interesting, I don't have as much of a red flashing warning for the country because The country right before the Great Recession was sitting at 11, 12%, just like California because of these liar loans. Obviously, we're at 16, much closer to 11%, where the whole country is at 36% and not close to its 11, 12% of the Great Recession. And then finally, Orange County affordability is flat, staying incredibly low at just 12% affordability in Orange County. So to wrap up this microcast, you guys, and to give you some final thoughts, a 16% affordability number 
for me is extremely concerning. And the numbers don't lie if you listen to my past quarterly report in my previous podcast. Quarterly numbers in some of our cities here in the South Bay are down two quarters in a row. And as much as I've had rosy-eyed glasses on as a realtor, my buyers are still fighting for properties. There's still multiple uh, offers on well-priced properties. Inventory is still low. You can't fight the numbers. Quarterly numbers are down. The state medium prices are down over 5%, and affordability is at rock bottom with the exception of the Great Recession and liar loans. I'm concerned, you guys. I don't know. Maybe we're throwing this out because we're in these incredible real estate times and a wacky Fed that's going up and down and up and down, but 16% is not sustainable for the state of California. And so while our markets have been resilient, that is due to a severe lack of homes. You guys have seen that on past blogs and on past podcasts. There is historically low supply, historically low homes for sale in the market. That has been our one saving grace. There are headwinds throughout this market, high interest rates, historically high prices, but prices have not come down because of the ultra low supply. If supply changes, the market has to take a hit on pricing unless interest rates come down significantly to offset that. So you guys, I want to wrap it up of going, look, I'm not a doomsday guy. And in fact, if you follow me for close to 10 years, I'm normally pretty bearish on the market. I'm very conservative. I'm not always going, hey, prices are going to explode. You got to buy real estate because it goes up forever. They're not making anymore. I'm typically very reserved. And in the past year or two, I've been very bullish. I've been very excited about the market. And I still think the market is on good footing. And I'm generally positive if you can afford a house. But the affordability number has been such a good predictor of future happenings within our real estate market that I would be a fool not to get a little bit more negative or at least tell you guys to proceed with caution. 16% is rock bottom. There just aren't enough buyers out there to support the prices that we have if there's just 16% of households that can afford the medium-priced home. So Anyway, you guys, we are sitting in amazingly interesting times in the housing market, especially in the state of California and, of course, in the South Bay area. With the affordability number where it's at now, do we have to forecast a near-term drop in prices like we have over the decades? Or do the golden handcuffs of current property owners who don't want to sell because of their three interest rates save this market and buck the trend of the affordability numbers? That's something that remains to be seen. And I think we need a couple months more of data. You guys, the Q3 numbers are going to be huge to see if we can bounce back up because of easier comps, or if we're lower even amidst easier comps, then I think it's time to get a little concerned because prices are down three quarters in a row and the affordability index says people just can't afford these prices anymore. So the next couple of quarters are really going to tell us where I think this market goes at the end of 2023 and into 2024. Stay tuned because I'm going to report on Q3 for you. I'm going to bring the affordability index in Q3 as well. 
I appreciate you spending time with me. There's no doomsday out there, but it's definitely time to take a breath and slow your roll in the real estate market and be very, very careful out there. So you guys, enjoy the end of your summer. Get ready for back to school. And we'll see you next time on the Richard Haynes Real Estate Show. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.